Let's talk some NFL free agency, Denton. And uh, let's start with the quarterbacks. I think the big free agent, obviously, and seeing where he's going to land is Kirk Cousins. That's really the, the guy that might honestly move the needle, right, for certain teams who probably right now are thinking, do we go after a draft in the quarterback, or do we go after a quarterback in the draft? Do we maybe have to go after another free agent, or do we take a big swing at Kirk Cousins? So, I mean, what do you think happens with Cousins? Does he come back to Minnesota? Does he go to, you know, a team like the Raiders? Do they take a chance at him? Or does a team like Pittsburgh take a chance at him? Like, does New England take a chance at Kirk Cousins? What do you think ends up happening with Kirk Cousins? So first off, I would uh, offer you a brief correction uh, he not might be a needle mover. He is a needle mover. If Kirk Cousins leaves Minnesota, Minnesota is in a world of hurt. Because as it stands right now, PJ, you're getting a two for one with Kirk Cousins. You're getting Kirk Cousins and you're keeping Justin Jefferson. Because Justin Jefferson has been on record saying, I want to know what's going to happen with our quarterback. But really what he's saying is, I want Kirk Cousins to stay. I know there's a lot of the NFL fan base that maybe doesn't think of Kirk Cousins exceptionally highly. But if you talk to football people, everybody in the NFL loves, like, loves Kirk Cousins. And his teammates seemingly are at the front of that line. Like, the way that Justin Jefferson right now, who I would say is the best receiver in the NFL. I mean, he was hurt this year, so there maybe people don't think of him at the forefront. I would say he's the best receiver in the NFL. He's riding for Kirk Cousins. So there is a 0% chance if Minnesota knows what what's good for them, that they let Kirk Cousins walk out the door. I don't care how much he looks at Pittsburgh. First of all, I don't think he would work in Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is looking more in the direction of Justin Fields to work with that Arthur Smith offense just because of the mobility aspect. Mm-hmm. I think it would be hilarious to see Kirk Cousins in Las Vegas. I think that would be funny. Uh, well, I but think I think he stays with all in Minnesota. The, yeah, Dan, I mean, with all the money that, you know, the Raiders have tied up to their coaches. I mean, do you think they can even afford a guy like Cousins? Yeah, physically, I don't know if they can because we know the Raiders, as great of an organization as they are, uh, they're not exactly uh, strapped with cash at the moment. And I know sometimes we we throw these these NFL numbers around, monetary numbers, uh, like they don't actually exist because they're so massive that us regular people who have regular jobs and are not getting multi-million dollar signing bonuses that we just we just kind of look past it but like you actually do have to have a certain amount of cash capital to pay these guys and I don't think the Raiders can invest 40 million dollars per year into Kirk Cousins it's one of the reasons this was never going to happen PJ and you know this but it's one of the reasons why here in Washington DC people were so confused with the national pundits suggesting they should go after Lamar Jackson when Dan Snyder was on the verge of selling the team. Like they literally did not have the money that would have been uh, needed to pay Lamar Jackson his guarantees. One, Baltimore wasn't going to let him go. But in this fairy tale world where they were going to let Lamar Jackson go, they didn't have the money to pay him. Las Vegas might be in the same in the same spot with Kirk Cousins because they're still paying John Gruden and that lawsuit's not going away anytime soon. They're still paying Josh McDaniels because boy, that was a swing and a miss. And now you're paying Antonio Pierce. So I don't think they can afford Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I uh New England to me is so fascinating because you can pitch Kirk Cousins on a new beginning, no Belichick. Obviously, you have a defensive head coach there. They brought in a new OC, Alex Van Pelt, who is from 
like, you know, that Stefanski, O'Connell. Like, I think that play-action stuff with Cousins could work. Oh, by the way, you have the number three pick. You get Kirk Cousins, pay him all that money. You can also bring in Marvin Harrison Jr. You change your offense overnight just like that. I've always been a Ramondre Stevenson fan. And that Patriots offense that has been so putrid the last couple of years, now all of a sudden has a quarterback and has a number one receiver that they can build around. I think New England certainly is an interesting team. Um, but yeah, I, Cousins, it's tough for me to see him leaving Minnesota. I would agree with you, especially because of the Jefferson piece. Like Minnesota probably views Jefferson more important than Cousins, even though in this league it's really tough to win without a quarterback just because, like you said, Jefferson's probably the best receiver in football. It's kind of a package deal between the two of them. I think they got to they gotta find a way to re-sign Kirk. So that division too, Denton, I mean, you know, the NFC North, it's like you see what the Lions are doing. The Packers have their quarterback. The Bears have the number one pick. They're likely getting Caleb. They have all this money to spend. If the Vikings don't get Kirk Cousins and they have to go look for another quarterback, then they are completely behind the eight ball in that division. Because as we've been talking about, on this show, like he was in the MVP running before he got hurt, before he tore his ACL. So he was playing great football for Minnesota. Cousins certainly is going to be interesting. Some other lists of free agents. You have Ryan Tannehill, Jacoby Brissett, Trubisky, Tyrod Taylor. So, I mean, you're talking about all guys that are going to be backing up quarterbacks at certain places. Kurt, certainly Kirk Cousins is the big name. The running backs, however, Denton, who are free agents this year, very interesting with Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, Cordell Patterson, Gus Edwards, Ezekiel Elliott, J.K. Dobbins. Got a number of guys. Which running back do you think has the most left in the tank? If you were a fan of a team, you would want this guy as your running back. I'd want Saquon because he could be... I look at Saquon Barkley in a very similar light, not to the extreme, but in a very similar light is Christian McCaffrey. He's a guy that can run. He can catch out of the backfield. He's explosive. He's a hell of an athlete. I think he really makes a difference if you put him in a good scenario with a good quarterback and a good guy that can utilize him properly. I don't really think that New York this year utilized him properly. They did two years ago. That's why they got to the playoffs. It wasn't because of Daniel Jones as much as they wanted us to think that it was, and they paid him uh, heftily for that. It was because Saquon Barkley was so dynamic on offense. So I think if you're an offense that's up and coming and you think you might be a piece away you can go and get Saquon Barkley. You're going to have to pay some money, but I don't think it's going to be nearly as extreme as what San Francisco is paying for Christian McCaffrey. It's unfortunate for Saquon, but it's great for the team. So I look at him as a guy, if you're maybe not Detroit necessarily, but like the, the word on the street right now, PJ, I don't know how true this is, but the word on the street right now is that the Cincinnati Bengals are looking to move on from Joe Mixon. They just don't want to pay him anymore. Well, if you right. take money that you could have allocated to Joe Mixon, you might have to raise that money a little bit. Maybe they don't want to do that because they have to sign Jamar Chase and maybe they they tag T. Higgins. But if they let T. Higgins walk, that's more more cash that they have. Can you imagine throwing Saquon Barkley into that offense? So it's Jamar Chase, it's Saquon Barkley, maybe keep Tyler Boyd, maybe go get another wide receiver, and it's a healthy Joe Burrow. That's a pretty dynamic offense. And I think that is a, that's a, that's a big-time addition, a big-time step forward for Cincinnati so if you're a team like that if you're a team like Baltimore that has two of these running backs on that list and you want to pair a guy with Lamar Jackson now you'd actually have to give him the football in a in the playoffs which they did not do a great job of uh, this year as you know but you, you have to give him the football what he does to that offense I think would be 
a very, very positive thing. So I look at Saquon and say, if I can get my hands on him and I'm a championship contender, I might pay a little extra, but I'd, I'd make that investment. I'm with you. I'm with you. And, uh, you know, a bunch of these running backs then have been tied to my team, the Ravens. So I'm very, very interested. Obviously, I love Dobbins. I think he, when healthy, is one of the top five running backs in football. Just hasn't been able to stay healthy. I think the Ravens' relationship with J.K. is probably over. Gus Edwards is a free agent. Honestly, I don't know why Gus would want to stay after you're just giving the ball three times in the AFC Championship game when that is a great matchup for you against that run defense, and one of those three carries went for like 16 yards. So I don't think Gus is coming back. There have been ties to Derrick Henry before. I think they tried to go after him at the trade deadline. Certainly Saquon could make sense as well. They could move around some money uh, and try and bring Saquon in, but... I, uh, I think the Ravens make a lot of sense for a team that could get a running back. I would obviously look at the Chargers. We know Jim Harbaugh, his DNA, how he likes to build his teams, physical, tough running backs. I think Derrick Henry in L.A. could make a lot of sense as well. Josh Jacobs could make a lot of sense. Obviously familiar with that division. Um, it's going to be interesting. You know, obviously the stigma around running backs, these last four or five years and how teams are now using them. And it's such a pass heavy league. And now teams don't want to pay all these guys. The shelf, the shelf life of running backs is not that long anymore. So it's going to be interesting. Dan, I agree with you though. Saquon is certainly the best one. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt about it. So uh, where he's going to be able to go, we talked about Kirk cousins and how the Vikings need to re-sign him. I mean, Dan, could you imagine if the Giants don't bring Saquon back? Like, what is that offense going to look like? I mean, how? I don't think they will. Like, what what are they going to do offensively? I mean, with Daniel Jones coming back, like, I I don't know what they're going to do. Wide receivers, bunch of interesting names of guys that are free agents. Mike Evans, Michael Pittman, Calvin Ridley, Gabe Davis, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Um, Of these receivers... Which one do you like the best? Is there a spot? I know we were talking about Kansas City earlier. You figure they're going to go after a receiver. Is there a certain spot for a receiver that you look at this guy and you're like, blank would be great in this in this team? So I don't think Mike Evans is leaving. I, I imagine that he's going to stay in Tampa Bay just because he, he feels like one of those dudes that's going to be a, ta- a, a one-and-done kind of a deal, right? Like a Tampa Bay lifer, especially with the way that Baker Mayfield played last year. My guess is that they're going to, in some way, shape, or form, attempt to run it back. So I'm expecting that Mike Evans is going to stay in Tampa Bay. Pittman Jr. is a unique guy in this conversation. I'd like him. I don't necessarily know that I love him, but some of that could be because in Indianapolis, they haven't exactly had a plethora of great quarterbacks, right? Like he just missed the window where they were loaded with great quarterbacks with Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. So I don't necessarily know how I feel about him. Now, Calvin Ridley to the Chiefs Mm. or T. Higgins to the Chiefs. Now we are cooking with a little bit of gas that I don't think the rest of the AFC wants any part of, right? They don't want to go to that cookout because that cookout is going to be dangerous. You're leaving with a whole new set of taste buds and your hat's on backwards. You don't know how it got there, right? So uh, I, I think if if Calvin really wants to leave the Jaguars, now he might want to stay there because they're the ones that gave him an opportunity after the gambling thing, but uh, watch out for Calvin Ridley to the Chiefs. Yeah, no, uh, no question about that. I, I kind of like that match. I think T. Higgins is going to be franchised by Cincinnati. I think Boyd's gone. Cincinnati, because of how good this receiving class is, 
I think they go after one of the receivers, keep Higgins this year, and then let him walk the following year. But we'll see what happens. More NFL talk on the other side of the break. Sunday's bets, PJ Glasser, Denton Day.